0: Hey, Prayer Wall Warriors, welcome to Season 2, Episode 1 of the Prayer Wall Podcast, the podcast for the healing, the broken, the overcomers. For those of us who need a little bit of faith, a little bit of inspiration, and sometimes both. I'm your host, Taylor McElwain. Here, we'll be discussing real life and raw experiences. By the end of this show, you'll be running to your prayer wall to surrender whatever topics we've covered to the Lord. This week on the Prayer Wall Podcast, we'll be discussing how to fear not. Wow, y'all. Wow. How... I'm not gonna i'm not gonna ask because we we don't put a we don't put a question mark or god put a period but i just want to say thank you god i want to say that publicly thank you god y'all we are starting season two of the prayer wall podcast and my heart is overflowing with gratitude for love, for just all this positivity that has come my way and pushed me and inspired me to work on my craft, y'all. Like this podcast is really my greatest thing I've ever birthed yet. And I am so, so thankful that you all have stuck around for season two. I'm thankful for your loyalty. I'm thank you f- thankful for those of you who have share this podcast with your friends and family your co-workers those of you who have rated given me five star reviews those of you who have subscribed and everything like that so I just want to take a moment to say thank y'all for being on this ride with me and I'm super super excited for the amazing things that are about to come in season two y'all because we may have been on a break but God was not so I am super excited and hype about that. So, y'all already know what time it is. First, we are going to jump into our devotional. This devotional today is entitled A Prayer to Overcome Fear. Per usual, we are still coming from the hashtag prayliftwin52 practical prayers for women by DC Marshall devotional book. So before I read the actual devotional part, I just want to take the time to reiterate one Bible verse for y'all, and it's coming from Psalm 34, 4. And it says, I sought the Lord and he answered me and delivered me from all my fears. Let me, let me give that to y'all one more time. I sought the Lord and he delivered me from all my fears. And our devotional reads, so I ran into three women one day at the top of an escalator trying to map out a path so they wouldn't have to get on the escalator turns out one of the three women developed a fear of heights after a fall of some sort but the interesting thing is they were all wearing badges for a local church conference which was an indication that they were believers i'll get to the reason for my pause in just one moment but that was my cue or shall i say the nudge in my spirit to say something So, of course, I asked for permission to chat with the ladies and to share my own fears with them. I have a fear of cats, public speaking, being sprayed by a skunk. Don't judge me. Yes, I used to be afraid of a lot of things, but not anymore. I learned how to overcome my fear and was able to see the word of God become a reality in my heart. Here's the interesting thing about my encounter with these women. My first reaction after hearing their stories was empathy. I felt bad for these ladies and I thought about the manifold opportunities they've missed as a result of fear. My second observation was that they were all believers of Christ attending a church conference about Jesus, but challenged in trusting God and honoring the word of God. The third issue was when I asked the woman, are you believing God for some things or believing him to move in your life? Of course, she responded, yes. So I said, how is it that you can believe him for some things? but not all things. I told her whatever she's believing God for, is just outside of her comfort zone. Living with fear is like living in bondage. You become a slave to the thing that takes your courage. When you live in bondage, you don't have the freedom to be, to do, or to go as you please. Over time, there must be progress. You must move from fear to courage over time, and the only way to do that is to pray about it. I do believe in miracles, but I also believe in doing the necessary work so that we can conquer our fears. Greatness. Let me drop this in your spirit. If you are struggling with fear right now, you have to know that you are not alone. It is normal for human beings to have and feel fear. Fear is an emotion that serves a significant purpose. When used appropriately, it can warn you and help you to discern fear. Fear is also an emotion controlled by our thinking. You feel free when you give attention to the thing that frightens you. Some people get over fear, stand in fear, or walk boldly through it. But the bottom line is we all experience it. It is critical for you to be a believer and to come to a place of having no fear except in God himself. That is a non-negotiable for every believer in Christ. Otherwise, we fall into the stereotypical believer who says she loves the Lord but doesn't do what the Lord says. You have to overcome it. And how you do that will take faith and work. So I'm now going to invite y'all to bow your heads in prayer with me for our prayer for this episode. Father, in the name of Jesus, I come to you right now realizing that I need help, Father. Father. Lord, I admit I am living with fear and faith. I now know it is impossible for the two of those to reside in the same space, Father, so I choose faith. I call out fear right now and say, fear be gone in the name of Jesus. God did not allow fear, so I accept the resolve in my walk to release it right now, Father. Lord, help me to let go of my childhood fears. Help me to keep watch, Father, over the gate of my mind to see clearly the thoughts that don't line up with your word in Philippians 4.8. I believe you sent your one and only son to die for me. I believe in Jesus the Christ. I believe I will go to heaven one day, but while I was proclaiming to believe in you, I was also blinded by the fact that I have been out of order. I have allowed fear to get in the way of my faith, Father, so help me, Lord. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. So, before we jump right into our content for today's episode, because y'all know I have some good stuff coming for y'all, I just want to take the time to offer a few disclaimers. The first being that fear is natural, it is your body's natural response to what you think is a dangerous situation. But just because there is a presence of fear does not always mean there is a presence of danger. It can be very helpful to have, you know, those thoughts of fear when you are in dangerous situations before the most time, most often than not, our fear is unsolicited. We have no reason to be afraid. And you know why? Because our faith is stronger than that. So today I just want to chat with y'all about how to fear not because I am kind of anticipating life getting like back weird to the way it was like back in March and I admittingly have been afraid but I had to like walk through these steps and pull out these tools from the Bible to help me conquer that so y'all know I always say like I want to talk to y'all about things that I have gone through and COVID is alive and well right now but I feel like there are so many levels to COVID like we're not only afraid of COVID but we're afraid of what it's going to do to our economy we're afraid of what being stuck in the house is going to do to our mental health we're afraid for jobs and children not being in school so it's just it's just a lot and it's okay to feel fearful at first but then there should be that second thought of I have faith and I'm going to cling to that like I'm not I'm not afraid. So I'm going to give y'all four tools to basically respond to your fear. I always say this, y'all, like your response to an issue becomes your story. It becomes your testimony. God does not put us through these trials just for fun, all right? Like he says when the storm comes. He already knows the storm is going to come. He doesn't say if, he says when, but there is power in that and there is power in you. So our four proper biblical responses. We are going to be proactive. I want to arm you all for the battle ahead so you don't find yourself in the middle of combat unprepared. So these are my four my four proper biblical responses as I've been studying the word and just going through and processing my own fear to certain things. Mm -hmm. The first and biggest thing is to not give into the fear and I know that's easier said than done especially when it's like anything and everything we see in the media. How can you not be afraid? Like that's what they want. They want to get into your brain but y'all know what else should be in our brain? the most frequent quote in the bible which says do not fear 365 times exactly that's a do not fear per day of the year god always also says to us i will give you ways to be strengthened during these uncertain times He's telling you right now. He is the source who drives out fear. You have to have a strong foundation and relationship with him to know that he's brought you this far and he's not going to give up now. Things will be hard. They will be. But again, your response becomes your story. It becomes your testimony. We can't give in to fear. We have to be stronger than that because that's not a Christ-like response. And y'all, like, I'm telling y'all, I'm like preaching to the choir right now because in the midst of COVID, I'm also trying to figure out, you know, like I graduate from my graduate program in May. On one hand, I'm like, okay, that's months away. But on the other hand, I'm like, okay, time to panic because what am I doing next? Am I going to go into a PhD program? Am I going to be financially stable enough to do that? Am I going to want to move out of the state? Am I going to be financially stable to do that? And it's just like round and round. It's like torture, you need to give it to God. Like that is the thing that always gives me the most comfort. And it's always crazily enough though, that one thing that I always forget to do, it's like the last thing and we need to reprogram our brains for that to be the first thing that we do. So that's that's where I'm gonna end on do not give in to fear. My second tool today is to do your part. Do your part to prevent the spread of this disease, do your part to prepare yourself for a major transition, do your part to take you to wherever it is that God is about to carry you to. Because let me tell y'all something, there has to be some preparation behind that prayer. You got to do the work too. God can, he can do it. He can work a miracle. He can do that. But that's not the way that he works. That's not how our faith is strengthened. I also, as I was reading through the word (laughs) this past week, I saw one um, scripture from Romans 13 verses one and two, and it said, obey your leaders. And that really just stuck out to me. I think with the current election and all these things that we just went through the trauma and just like all of that, But to me, that obey your leaders, like when I heard that, I heard obey your leaders who know what they're doing. So for me, it's not obey your leader who is in charge of this country. It's obey God. It's obey the people who know about this novel disease. So our medical professionals, our public health professionals, obey people like that. And I'm not saying disobey, you know, the other hand, but obey your leaders, All right. Do your part. Wear your mask in public, social distance in public, six feet apart. Don't be out at the bars. Y'all like I know I miss I miss a drink, too, every now and then. But we have to do our part. I also want to step in here to say that doing your part also means setting goals and reaching those goals. You are probably looking at a huge transition in your life that is about to come up or a huge goal that you want to meet or a huge project that you want to work on or something that you're incredibly passionate about and it's not going to happen overnight but what you can do is you can take small steps to meet that goal do something small every day to achieve that do your part quit quit just relying on God to do it because let me tell y'all The honor that comes along with working alongside God to do something, ineffable. I can't even, I can't even describe it. Our third tool today is to think of others. Spiritual growth is the process of being conformed to the image of Christ for the sake of others. I think we've somehow like this past year forgotten that it's not all about us. Jesus is probably so disappointed because we have turned this into an us thing. Like, it's all about me. It's selfish. And you are not called to be selfish. You are called to love your neighbor. And that means your black neighbor, your Jewish neighbor, your gay neighbor, your poor neighbor, your neighbor who has had an abortion. Like, you need to be thinking of others. Like, we are not... And I struggle with this so badly, but we are not called to live alone. We are not called to do this on our own. And I know that's been like a huge struggle during COVID because we can't be around many people, but we have so many tools, FaceTime, email, Zoom, Teams, all these things where we can be thinking of others. Like when's the last time you reached out to your elder neighbor to ask if you could pick them up groceries when you went on your grocery run? Things like that. Just take the extra step. To be mindful and and ask yourself, you know, does who around me needs help, support, anything like that? Think of others. Like that is what it means to have a heart like Jesus Christ. We need to, we need to be people who are like constantly thinking of others. Now is not the time to be selfish, y'all. Like we are all in this together. This is not just a me issue. This is like an us issue. And my fourth and last tool that I wanna talk about on today's episode is to maximize this time. Y'all have heard me say again and again and again, like it's my testimony. I went through March the entire month and I was depressed, I was anxious, I was sick, I was lonely. And I said, Lord, this is not not the way that I should be responding to the grief that I'm feeling about pretty much our lives being stripped from us. This is not the way. Think about what God is calling you to do during this time. Because I do anticipate another lockdown. Like our governor in Ohio has already told us we'll check back in in six days if these cases aren't better, like we're getting shut down. And I don't anticipate the cases being better because people aren't doing what they're supposed to do. So what is this time for you? It should definitely be a gift from God. Use this time and this space to work on all the things you've been putting off. Have some time with God where you're just questioning, like, God, what is my purpose? What is my calling? What have I been neglecting to do as I've been so caught up in the busyness? So this is like your second chance because a lot of us didn't do this in lockdown 1.0. So now we're about to be in lockdown 2.0. And God, y'all know he's a God of many chances, but don't take those chances for granted because timing is everything. So ask God, like, what do you want me to use this time for? Am I supposed to be processing childhood trauma? Am I supposed to be developing a podcast? Am I supposed to be drafting my first book that I've been wanting to write? what is it that you're supposed to be doing and only only God can answer that for you but I just know that that message is for somebody this time that we're about to go through you are about to birth something incredible prepare yourself for that this uncertain time y'all is beyond our control however our response to it is not I hope that these four tools have resonated with y'all today because they are really what is what is really like prepping me for whatever is about to happen for these next few months ahead. So what are we putting on the prayer wall today? In this season, I am going to challenge you all to be specific and ask God specifically for what you need. And this is different from everybody, all right? So I want you to be able to tailor the prayer the prayers that i'm mentioning on these episodes i want you to be able to tailor it to your personal life because you got something from this what is what is it that's on your heart to run toward god with i know for me like as a graduate student it's like my whole identity is in that and so COVID has impacted the way that I do classwork. It's impacted the way that I do my assistantship. It's impacted my relationship with my colleagues because we can't get together and bond the way that I want to. And so I want to pray about every single part of my life that could possibly change with this new transition. I also want us, the most basic prayer, to pray for our country, to pray for the protection of, of our friends and family, to pray for coverage during this holiday season because it's going to be difficult y'all like somebody's going to be stuck in the house during the holidays and it's going to be the first time in their entire lives and that can take a toll on a person so we definitely want to keep those people and if that's and if that's you keep yourself in prayer to get through that and then the last thing that we're going to put on the prayer wall this week is an answer from God about what you are supposed to use this upcoming time and space to do to further your agenda and purpose in this life all right so thank you all so much for tuning into season two episode one of prayer wall podcast i am so ecstatic for what i'm going to share with you all this upcoming season i have some really great interviews planned with some really great people and just like some amazing content that i'm like so eager to get out to you all so once again if you have not already Go back and listen to season one. Go ahead and rate. Give me five stars, please. I think I'm at least deserving of that. Subscribe. Share with your friends and family. And in the meantime, y'all have an amazing, amazing week. Prayer Wall Warriors.